So go ahead and record. How are you doing, brother? I'm good, man. I'm alive and kicking. How are you doing? Good to see you. We haven't uh, haven't sat down and really talked to each other like this in a minute. I know. I got a, I got a new little setup right now. So this is, I, I guess I'm on the Asa Duval uh, office grind. So, <laughs> so uh, quick update. I, I, I hate to just take your thunder, but um, Hazel has fleas. Oh, my gosh. So that is a whole um, thing in the uh, Moran house right now. She feeling bad? Is she okay? Or is she just, just itching a lot? Or? She's just itching. And so I was like, we need a shower. She must be really dirty. And I found something like – I found like a couple of them, and I just was like, oh, she's got some dirt on her. Yeah. I like, didn't even think twice. And, but when I showered, like when I wa- was washing her, all of a sudden I was like, these, this isn't dirt. This is fleas. And I, so I started running and I like, was like rubbing all the stuff on her. And then I looked under her and like her belly had like so many on like, like five or six. And so like I started putting all the flea stuff on her and they just wasn't getting better. So, uh, needless to say, um, Moran house is in caution territory right now. <laughs> this is why I'm anti dogs in the house, dude. This is why I'm caution. Anti- I mean, I don't even know how she got them. I don't even know how she got them. But anywho, I mean, that's just bad parenting on our part. So a rude awakening uh, in the in the mix if we can't uh, keep fleas off our dog um, yeah. for a child. Why? Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like who knows? Like my kid's gonna have a lice in like two days. Two days. <laughs> but anyway, Asa, how's your week been going? Uh, it's good, dude. What's today? We're recording on Wednesday. Um, it's good, man. It's good. We um, let's see. I guess yesterday we weren't allowed to practice. They had that uh, the election day. You know, they passed that rule mm-hmm. last year, so no practice yesterday. Uh, we had an exhibition last week. Um, played Trefecca, Um Had a rough first half. Pulled it together the second half. Uh, pulled and pulled away towards the end of the game. But this week's going good, man. Just getting prepared. We got Alabama A and M um, next. Uh, That's on the ninth, right? So Tuesday. The, yeah, Tuesday, a week from yesterday. Yeah. Um, so yeah, man, that, that'll be the first, uh, first real game. So excited to get, dude, I mean, I keep telling everybody how fast this season, uh, came upon us. Um, and so, yeah, it's here and, uh, we're, we're giving the guys off Friday and then come back Saturday and we're right into it, getting ready for Tuesday. That's awesome, man. And y'all, awesome. Got, y'all got some Saturday. Uh, yeah. So first exhibition game against Brescia, Brescia, they actually have, um, I don't want to misspeak. I believe it is the first women's head coach. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, so that's, I mean, that's pretty awesome, breaking down barriers. So, um, super happy for her. Honor, honestly, to play them so, yeah. at this moment. So, excited about that. Excited for our guys to have an opportunity to play in front of fans. It's actually our homecoming game. Oh, so, nice, nice, nice. So, yeah, so it should be, it should be a pretty fun atmosphere. But um, before we get into anything else, Asa, welcome in to the Mind of a Coach podcast. It has been a minute since we have introduced it, you know? But yeah. um, Sorry episode 60 has anyone ever been number 60 i i honestly i'm asa you know i i usually can think of one no no you're normally pretty good we gotta look it but up we gotta look it up uh, 60 just seems like i i i couldn't imagine i mean 77 i also didn't ever think there was gonna be a 77 until luca so true true luca three all right here's what it looks like um well is this three players Jonathan Gibson, Walt Kirk, and Dick Weir were. We, I don't know. The Boston Celtics, Indianapolis Jets. So we got to go back to the Indianapolis Jets. Jonathan Gibson was uh, 2018 with the Celtics. Well, I tell you this much, Asa. If I if I was a NBA player right now, I'd have to choose 60. It's you like have to go for 60. If, if I'm just a decent player, I'm the best 60. Hang on, hang on, dude. We're tripping. We're tripping. We're not thinking of. We're not gonna think of a random player. 
Today was the day 25 years ago that this man made his NBA debut in his last game ever. He went for this number. This is the Kobe Bryant 60 point game dropping the mic heading out. This is what this is what that episode is. Absolutely. I, I don't think there's a better person to say. And with our guest, I think he I think he likes the bean. I'm not I'm not yeah, completely sure. We'll have bit. to ask him. We'll have to ask him when when he when he pops on. Absolutely, man. Well you ready to get into it? Let's do it. He's in the office, what? Probably twenty steps from me right now. Exactly twenty steps. <laughs> you I hope the Wi-Fi connection. I hope y'all Wi-Fi connection doesn't mess us up. Oh yeah, no, I, I got an uh, Ethernet cable, so hopefully. Uh, oh, we came prepared. Ah, oh, dang! Yeah. I was about to say, if one of us goes down, then both we both go down. Yeah, it is rough. No, it just be you. Just be you, right. be That's awesome. All right, well, Ryan, I tell you what, man, we're gonna go ahead and get uh, get into it. Uh, we have Lee University men's basketball graduate assistant on the show with us today, uh, Ryan Montgomery. Uh, Ryan's from Chattanooga, played high school basketball in Chattanooga, went on to uh, play uh, uh, play college basketball at Lee University, where he uh, graduated in 1920, went on to play um, in Iceland and Portugal, um, and then decided he wanted to get back in the coaching game uh, and joined uh, Lee, Lee men's basketball team as a graduate assistant. Uh, Ryan, appreciate you joining us today, man. Uh, how you doing? What'd you say? Uh, how you doing? I'm doing good. My fault. My computer froze. I'm doing good. I'm doing fine. Yeah, that's what you get for talking all that trash to me. That's what you get. That's what you get. Hey, but honestly, Asa, the intro is that doesn't even speak to the kind of player he really was. I mean, he's he's probably Lee's best basketball player to ever step through um, this arena. So let's let's go ahead and say that. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna make you. Make it a little shy. Well, all right, all right. So, okay, so now I got a question. You know, <laughs> if Nate's going to throw that compliment, uh, at, you know, if he's going to throw that compliment out there, kind of just talk to us about your college experience and, like, your mentality day in and day out um, to how you ha- you were able to have the career you were able to have over four years. I mean, my freshman year, I was – it was it was a big adjustment for me. I mean, I was just trying, really just trying to get on the court. So, I was, like, just defensive guy, rebound guy. No, that's all I really did. I mean, I shot the ball and I was open. I was yeah. – I scored the ball pretty well as a freshman, but really just played my role, honestly. Then my sophomore year, I made a big jump. I just kept progressing every year. It was just something I had to get better at. And my senior year, I think my junior year, I shot like 30%, not even 30, like 20% from the three. And so, but like my field goal percentage was real high. And so all I had to do was just work on my jump shot and everything just came together at that point. I just had to work hard at it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so are you? Were you in the gym before practice, after practice, on the weekends, when in the summers, whenever oh, you yeah. could? What, what, summer, what were your workouts like? In the summer, uh, me and my trainer Jordan Allison. I mean, we was going every day in the summer. He was calling me six a.m., seven a.m. Like, let's get in, let's get in the gym. We'll lift, shoot, and then probably come back at night and shoot again to work out. I mean, me, him, and Ted, me, him, his brother Tevin. His brother Tevin played at Youngstown State. He, he's a okay. looking ball. Um, but I mean, it was just all—it was really just us three all summer. It was just park like grinding. And then he stayed in Cleveland, and so even before practice, he'll come over and we'll just work out. So it's fine. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. So, all right, what was overseas like? What, what, what was it like playing overseas? What were you there? A couple years? No, I was over there for one year. Okay, uh, came back. I mean, I, so when I first went overseas, I went to Iceland, right, straight yeah. from uh, college. Yeah, Iceland was fun. I enjoyed it. It was real cold, I mean, of course. But it's not nothing like crazy how people probably think it is. Yeah. But, I mean, it was pretty cool. I mean, the, the culture, just being on the court, just playing with them. Like, they played the game a whole different way to how we played. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that was a big adjusting period. Then COVID had shut us down, so we couldn't play anymore. So I was just in my apartment for about, like, two months almost, just not doing nothing, like barely getting in the gym. I was like, man, I can do this at home, mm-hmm. honestly. Yeah. And so then I went back home, and then probably like 
three, four weeks later, my agent takes me. He was like, hey, I got a job for you in Portugal. And I had to get, I had to get on the plane the day before Christmas and go to oh, Portugal. Man, man. All right, so, hey, you got to tell me a little bit. So you played at Lee. Now you're on the other side of things as a coach. I, I know you've made some comments to me, but what, what has it been like being on the other side? It's different. It is a challenge. I mean, you don't understand the much how much time like coaches actually put into this stuff. And so, like, just to see, like, the other side of it, it makes you appreciate it more. Like, when the guys don't appreciate it, you get a little upset because, like, hey, bro, I put a lot of time into this. <laughs> you need to appreciate this. And they don't get it. So it's just, like, it's different. And just, like, being in the coaching world, like, sitting courtside at game games and just scouting players all day, talking to players all day, just seeing all the different coaches. I mean, I think it was in Memphis, Nate. And like Bruce Pearl walked right in front of me and sat down, tapped Nate like, "Bro, this is Bruce Pearl." Like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's just it's just stuff like that. I mean, it's crazy. I'm enjoying it though. I'm really enjoying it. What so, made what made so what made you want to want to switch sides and and get on this side of things? Uh, man, I want to stop. I mean, basketball. Like, I enjoy I enjoy basketball. Like, I can still play, but I just feel like I was just it was time for me to just start my life. I feel like overseas, you really couldn't start your life. Like you have to just wait. You have to like, you mean, you go on for seven, eight months out of the year, come back for two months, you can't get a house. It's mm-hmm. hard to have a relationship. So like you want to just go ahead and go on with your life and you can't really do that overseas. And then I just miss my family. I want to be close to my family. And so, I mean, it was an easy choice. When I came home, I told him I was looking for a graduate assistant position and my homeboy Parker, my old, my old teammate Parker, he didn't want the job. Parker Sudicum? Parker Sudicum, that was my roommate. Okay, okay, I got you. That's my boy. He coming up this weekend for homecoming. Is he? But, yeah, he's just – he didn't want the job, and so I took it. He gave it to me. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. All right, so – He didn't – hold up. I, I, I hate the way that that was said. He gave it to you. Like, you didn't, like, deserve or earn that role. So, let's go ahead and say that your playing career spoke for itself, and obviously you did a good enough job as a person as well as a player to earn that position. I. You're right, Asa, you hate that word, just like it was given to you. True. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, That's they, Asa's pet peeve, so I had to call it out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, I guess. I didn't want to just put my, boost my head up like that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's all right, man. This is your time to talk. This is your time to talk and tell the yeah, truth. Hey, this is, hey we, we're, we had you on the podcast, so glow up real quick for everybody. I can't, can't. I got to be home. Um, uh, Ryan, so all right, a little bit ago, you mentioned when you was over, when you were overseas, you, you talked about how they played a game totally different um, than, than they do over here. Like, what, what specifically are you talking about? What did you realize when you went over here? What's something that maybe they teach either differently or that, that we don't? Or You know what I'm saying? What, 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 are, the, what are some uh, differences that you found out? So, like, when I first got over there, it's like they kept doing this thing called, like, a Spanish pick and roll. And I was like, I don't know, I don't understand this. Like, you get hit one pick, turn around, you got a bat screen next to you. And so, you said a, you said a, spin, a spinach pick and roll? Spanish. Uh, Spanish. Spanish pick and roll, okay. Yeah, they, they <laughs> just kept Spanish. calling it. And I was, like, what? I was like, what is this? And then it was, it was one game I'll never forget. It was like, triple switch. Like, triple switch, hold on. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just really just standing there at one point. I'm like, okay, hold on, hold on. I'm not, I'm not following this. But, I mean, they just, they move the ball way more than we do, like, I mean, it's not a lot of ISO plays. It's like get stop, get your ball to certain spots and just, like, they do a lot of upper unders. They finish over a lot of people. Like, they have really good shooters. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was one guy I was guarding probably, like, my first two weeks over there. He was the oldest guy on the team, but he would, like, at least get me 
15, 20 in practice, just coming off screens and just picking rows. He was just so smart. And it was, that was different. But in Portugal, it was a lot different because he had way more Americans on the team. And okay. so you're playing against about four or five Americans almost. And so it wasn't it wasn't that different. Like, it's just real up and down, greedy. Gotcha. <clears throat> so, so, Ryan, so now stepping into the role, we've – We've gone from college. We've gone to the N- or not the NBA. Could have been maybe. Um, you you a good player. All right, went played professionally, and then you came coach. We've kind of hit on all briefly, right? Mm-hmm. So tell me a little bit more about coaching. What what are some things that you enjoy doing? What are some tasks that are like, man, I had no idea I had to do this um, as a college basketball coach. First off, task. You know what I'm about to say. You know what I'm about to say is them ceiling tiles. <laughs> <laughs> Is the ceiling tiles. It's, it's just, I mean, it, I really didn't come in here expecting a lot. I mean, I like, I knew I was going to have to really serve others, which was different for me. I mean, I usually was the one on the other side. So, I mean, I feel like I really do enjoy doing that. I mean, just going to Walmart, getting Gatorades for the guys. Like, oh, don't, I don't mind doing that. Or going to get people food. I don't mind doing that because I'm probably going to get some food too. I'm hungry. You hungry. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, that stuff, stuff like that don't bother me at all. And I mean, just really just help, just helping the guys, talking to the guys. I mean, I'm pretty sure I say it sometimes. So I'll probably say some things to some guys, and they'll probably be like, um, or they like they'll just brush it off or really won't, you know, give it a thought. But I mean, it's okay. Like I enjoy it because I mean, some guys really take it in and really want to, you know, get better. And, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. What to no, say. that was good. That was good. So being being so close in age. And also at the school that you played at, is that is that a little weird? I'm, I'm sure there's got to be a couple guys that are still on the team. Yeah, half, half our whole team I played with besides, like, four guys. Yeah. And so, I mean, that's why I'm saying, like, like sometimes the younger guys, I'll say something to them, and, like, their eyes keep being like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, like, the older guys who really know me and, like, really I play with them, like, they know how goofy I am. Like, I'll say yeah. something to them. And they're just looking at me like, Ryan, I know, like, bro. Like, why are you telling me? <laughs> Come <Yeah>. on. Like, why? <laughs> And so, you know, when I try to get serious with them, they really can't take me serious because they know how I am. So I'm like, y'all, just come on, let's let's go. Like, I got to be that guy to, like, bridge bridge the gap between coaches and players because I'm so close with all of them. One of, one of Quay Kennedy is my best friend. I talk yeah. to him every day. That that that's that's an important role, dude. Is is bridging? I mean, a lot of a lot of you, on a team, you really need somebody to kind of be that gap in between the head coach and the players because uh, you know sometimes the head coach has got to be in a position where he he says some things that he's going to rub some of the players the wrong way, but you always need somebody else on the, on the bench to go up to that kid and say, hey, man, look, you know, you're going to be all right. It's, it's, he didn't mean it like that. You're going to be okay. You know, put your head down, keep working, and, you know, pick it up the next possession. So that that, that role was really important, I think. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm buying into it. I mean, like I said, it don't bother me. Like, I've, I'm fine with, like, being that guy for him. Because, I mean, every guy on the team I'm rooting for. So, I really, I really truly want them to be the best player they can be and the best person they can be. So, I mean, like, I like, like coach can say something, cut somebody out one day, and I'm like, bro, you know how coach he is. Like, just calm down. It's going to be okay, you know. And so, it's fine. Like, I enjoy it. Honestly, I really do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So, tell me, what is something that you've taken from your playing career to your coaching career that you've been like, oh, I can use this right now? Give me an example. Give me an example. Okay, so whether it's uh, player development or how somebody is talked to or mm-hmm. how coach talked to you and how you can relate that to the players. What is something, anything, 
most like, like mainly right now, honestly, like player development. Because I mean, I can, I can show you all the drills I went through. I, I read them a thousand times. I can put you through everything I went through. And then I watch enough basketball where, like, if you want to, like, say if a, guard, a point guard to come in and work on ball handling, shooting off the screens and stuff, like, I can work and do that with you. Because overseas, I had to translate my game to that anyways. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, I worked on every aspect. So, I mean, player development is something I'm really good. I feel like right now it's my best, what I'm best at. I mean, Coach Smith going to do all the X's and O's. You and him all, y'all, y'all the minds behind this operation. So, I mean. No, no, that's, that's Coach Smith. Just playing a part. Just playing a part. <laughs> So I mean, the, right now I feel like that's my best, like what I can do the most to like bring value mm-hmm. and just you know relate to the players. Like I said, coaching the them out or just talking to them and giving them confidence. Like I'm fine with that. Yeah, Coach Smith doesn't really ever cuss anybody out. I don't think. He don't cuss nobody out, but, 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 get on, but he get on. He gets on to people. He gets on to people. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I, that's yeah. No, that's great. I think I I would agree. I mean, I guess I get to see Ryan every single day, so so I can I can talk on this too right ryan is a really good player development like when he's working with the guys and you know their their eyes open wide and their ears perk up you know because like i mean this is the best player to walk through lee and he's telling me and i, I saw how good he was they look at me and they're like dude you, you didn't play basketball <laughs> same thing they probably look at you he's like we so old we're, we're not old but we're old <laughs> yeah boys every once in a while i look like a hooper don't slap oh. See my not see when I'm my rude, not when I'm my guys always you know rag on me you know I, I wear long shorts and I'm like no no they're like right at my knee they're like right at it they're like right they're right at it but they they wear their shorts like three inches down their thigh and I'm like well you know I don't know where to buy those and on, Ryan, I don't know you, if I'm did, confident did, did enough. Do you roll up your shorts, Ryan, or did you roll up your shorts? I rolled up my shorts, but my shorts are not like how I got shorts. Are. Like, I like them above my knees, but they got them up their thighs. It's yeah, just they like, got them up I mean, we have a guy, his name's Makai, and he, I mean, he, every single short, now, once, he is by far the best dressed on our team. Every single day, there's an outfit. Every single day. And Who's he looks like it, it looks good. It looks good. But, but he, he wears these shorts during the summer. And they, I mean, I'm not going to show you how high I have just pulled my shorts up on my leg, but no, they're high. They're high. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, Ryan, I got a question. Um, so you, you, were, you, you made it to the professional level, right? What pretty much every, no matter, no matter what league or wherever you made it to the professional level level. Um, you, you went to, you know, I don't know what your recruitment was like coming out of high school, but you ended up at Lee, a division two school. Most people think that you got to go to the highest possible level to, to get to the professional level, right? In college, you yeah. got to get to a power five, you got to get to the blue bloods, right? In order to make it to, to be a professional basketball player. You, that, that obviously, you know, we, we know that that is not the case. You're a perfect example of that. What would you tell a high school kid who wants to play professional that is not getting the college looks that he wants at the level that he wants? Honestly, just keep your head down. Just be good where you feet at. I mean, just be the best where you're at right now. I mean, yeah, I've seen All-American NAIAs go overseas. Honestly, once you get to that professional level, it's D1s, NAIAs. I played against a kid. I played against Bryce Alfred from UCLA. Mm-hmm. Like, man, we're not even supposed to be on the same court right now. Did you really? It's like, yeah, I'm like, this is crazy. I played against him. Um, and who was that? Here's the one guy played for the Nuggets. Can't be his name right now. Quincy Miller. Quincy Miller, that's what it was. Yeah, okay. I knew that because you had told me previously. Was, was so, he at, he at Baylor. Like, they played the same team. Baylor, yeah, Baylor. played at Baylor. He got crossed over by Andre Iguodala. That's his claim to fame in the NBA. Yeah. 
<laughs> it really is. It really is. <laughs> That's hilarious. But I mean, like honestly, if you're not getting D ones, like don't don't like turn your head from D twos, NAAs, like JUCOs, D threes, like if you're all American, you can ball, you can ball anywhere. Yeah. So I mean when just, it, like I said, just keep working. Yep. And no, I'm, no matter what level you go to, if you produce and you've got some numbers to show for it, you know, you, you're going to get some calls from some, some leagues somewhere in the world at, at, at when you're done. And you know, the th- funny thing is, is I think you can really start to notice who really loves basketball. Yeah. I mean, because a lot of times it's like, oh, I want to go D1. Well, all of a sudden these people get D1s and they're just there because maybe they're more talented or they had a decent high school career. And then all of a sudden there's, they don't even work, you know, yep. like Asa, you had just had freaking every injury in the book mm-hmm. um, but I mean I could I could name some people that just got there and were like I'm happy that I'm here yeah 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 and, and so like the NAIA All-Americans the Ryan Montgomery's the you know all those guys you like they, they got to where they were they were where their feet were at and they started working yeah that's that's such a good point Nate. that's such a good point that you find out who loves the game because you're, you're in Ryan you said it too there's guys at all from all levels of college that, that make it to the professional level yeah, hundred percent. And yeah. Be, you said it, man. Be good where your feet at. Be good where your feet at. Um, all right, Ryan. Hey, towards the end of the show, we'd like to have a little fun. You want to do some rapid fire questions with us? I don't heard these. Yeah, I guess I'm in. Come on. You, are you ready? You prepared for them? You got your answers written down? <laughs> I was about to say, do you have your notes down? Do you have everything ready? All right, I'm ready. Come on. All right, all right. There we go. Uh, well, all right. Did you? All right. Did you ever get a technical? Last technical. Uh, overseas. I got one overseas. What for? My first game. Your first game? <laughs> this is something I didn't know. <laughs> Very first game, I got a tick. So Ace always asks, did you deserve it? I don't think I deserved it. Okay, no shame against the ladies, no other women out here. There's a female ref, and, like, I was getting – they was beating me up down there. And I'm like, yeah, you got to call something. And then, like, I got an N1, and she didn't call it. I said, bro, just blow your whistle. And she just teed me up. <laughs> she blew it. <laughs> Not because you told her to blow a whistle, but because you called her bro. Yeah, that's probably what it was. That's probably what it was. It was something. Uh, it was something. Well, did you ever get kicked out of a game? I, I just got to interfere, Asa. And now I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm, I'm stealing your thunder. Never. I'm done. I'm done. Never, never. Never. Okay, Asa. Good. Asa. Let's keep it going. Let's keep it. All right. Uh, all right. Well, I'm assuming. Have you ever done the basketball on a 10 foot rim? Yes. What was the best dunk you could do? I did between the legs one time in high school. Never got only it once. Only once. Never got. It. I can't get the transition. The transition between the leg gets me. Well, you go off two feet. Yeah. So my he, best dunk is the windmill. Windmill. Oh, and it's and it's a full windmill. I mean, he still does it, and I'm just like. <laughs> I like slowly walk to the my office, like so, like nobody can see me. It's like yeah. yeah he's a good basketball player. Hi, <laughs> uh, Ryan. Uh, you are up three at the end of the game. The other team has the last shot. Do you foul or let it play out? Let it play out. Let it play out. No, I'm not going to foul you. I mean, unless you're bad for like your worst free throw shoot has the ball, we're going to foul then. But other than that, I trust my defense. I trust my guy. I got you. Um, uh, you leaving your best player in with two fouls in the first half? No, I'm taking them out. I used to get mad when Coach Smith took me out, but I understand. <laughs> taking them out? Uh, yeah, immediately? Out. Okay. Not immediately. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let it ride for a little while. Depending but on like, the, yeah. Depending on how the, how, the, how the fouls came about, hang on, y'all y'all froze right there for a second. You good? Yeah, y'all froze for a second. My bad. Sorry. Um, all right, okay. Uh, you, you going for the tie or go for the win? Go for the tie. 
right. Okay. Um, casual or professional on the sidelines? Casual. I don't want to. I'm sorry. I don't want to dress in a suit and tie just yet. I'm a, uh, that makes me feel a little old. I'm not that old. <laughs> 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 That's the road, right? Especially on the road. Yeah. I just, let me. Let me just. You know. Be cool over there with my slits. I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, all right. Early morning practice or evening or night practice? Early morning. I already do early. Really? Get it over with? Get, get my day over with. I mean, get the practice over with. Have my whole day ahead of me. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. If it, well, if, if you were not, if you were not coaching basketball, what would you be doing right now? I wasn't coaching basketball, but that's a good one. I don't know. Uh, it'd be something with basketball. Either I'll still be playing or training kids. No, it can't be anything to do with basketball, Ryan. You got to think of something else. Ooh. What'd you major in? Communication. I'll be a streamer. Be a game. <laughs> <laughs> you playing on Twitch all night? I'll be on Twitch. Play 2K. That's hilarious. Yeah, that's good. We'll go I like that. Anyway, we haven't had that one yet, Asa. Yeah, no, we haven't. But, hey, you know, the kids, they, they all want to grow up to be professional gamers now. Yeah. Make it money. <laughs> Make it money. Uh, all right, uh, Ryan, you play any golf? I played once with Nate. Play, oh, okay, all right. <laughs> we'll do it again. <laughs> uh, hey, hey, uh, he he hit, his Nate first potential. There's potential there. If okay. he wanted to get into it, there's potential. I mean, he played baseball, so he's got some good hand-eye coordination, you know, in okay. high school. So Basketball might have helped with the hand-eye coordination, too. He, he, hits, he hits his first drive, like, 230 right down the middle. Did he really? Yeah, I mean, it it wasn't amazing afterwards, but he had some decent shots throughout it. Yeah, yeah. Good. And that was his first time ever playing, so. And I was playing with Nate. I was playing with Nate Clubs, you know. There was a little, oh, yeah. And I, and you know, I have. I, a little yeah, a little shorter. <laughs> yeah, a little shorter, a little shorter. <laughs> but I also play with girls clubs. They're also too small for me. So, like, imagine too small for me clubs for 6'5", Ryan. You're, you're playing and they were lefty. No, that was just a putter. That was just a putter. Well, oh. I need that. I know, and I don't know if they're girls' clubs or just youth clubs, but they're small. That's yeah, I, I think that needs to be the Christmas gift. I, I need it where I, I need to buy myself some clubs. Bro, <laughs> Ryan, if you can get into, if you ever got time to get into golf, man, it's the most frustrating game ever, but it is the funnest game ever. It is yeah. so frustrating. I told him, we, I said we can do bowling, but golf. <laughs> <laughs> I love bowling. I'm all about some bowling. All right, okay, two more, two more for you, Ryan. Uh, should every team make the conference tournament? No. Why not? Because when I was coming up, you had to grind to be the top, top seven, top eight. So hey, uh-uh. Okay. You can't, <laughs> you can't <laughs> get in there. Coming up, you can't get in there if you're the best. Okay. Well, top eight. Tell them how it is. I respect that one. All right, last one. Uh, LeBron or Jordan? LeBron, you knew Nate. You knew this one, Nate. You knew this. One. <laughs> Why LeBron over Jordan? He just he impacts the game, man. He's nineteen years in, and hasn't missed a beat. <laughs> he hasn't missed a beat. I don't think Jordan could still be doing this, play like the level he's playing at nineteen years later. There's no way. Mm. And Jordan couldn't beat the Warriors. That's why LeBron doesn't don't have more. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just throw that out there. Preach. Let me just throw that out awesome. there. Um, I was told before. I was told before the show that you were also a pretty big uh, Bean fan. Is that true? Like Kobe. Yeah, he's more of a LeBron fan, but he likes Kobe. Yeah, I, I say it's Kobe. No, it's Brian Jordan Kobe. Yeah, my opinion. All right, last one. Who 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 better? Who dresses better, Nate or Coach Smith? 
Oh, Coach Smith. Let me answer Coach that one Smith. for you. Coach Smith. <laughs> Coach Smith. Kid, Nate wore these like Lee's little floral shorts. I love them. <laughs> those are tough. Those are tough. Got those, I'm pretty sure Nate got those floral shorts from forever, from forever 21 in like our sophomore year of college. He has had those shorts. No, no, no. Pack Sun. No, 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 no. H&M. Let's go even cheaper. H&M and, yes, sophomore year of college. Bro, but we hey, wear them. I still love him. I love him. I love him when he wears them. I'm like, yeah. Like, he, it's cold now, and he still wears them shorts. I got shorts on right now. I'm ready to roll. Nate, dude, it okay, is game tonight. It's toboggan season, beanie, it, it's it, it's sweatpants, it's everything. But hey, I don't even need to unzip it right now. Zoop, zoop. Everything. Oh, Keeping my. it down. Um, man, well, I'll tell you what, Ryan, that's, that's all we got for you today. Um, Nate, you got anything real quick before we head out? No, I'm just super happy that you decided to come work at Lee, Ryan. You know how I feel about you. But I love you, and I'm excited to see what you can keep doing. Love you too, man. Season's coming up. Now it's the busy time. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> you in for it? You sounded like it. You in for a treat, dog. Uh, Ryan, where can everybody find you on social media, Instagram, Twitter, whatever you got? Uh, you can follow me on all social media at r Twitter, Instagram. Cool, cool. Well, you can find my, myself on Instagram at the Ace of Spades with a Z on the end. You can find me on Twitter at Coach Ace of Spades. You can find Nathan on Twitter at Coach Name Moran. Find Mind of a Coach on Twitter at Mind of a Coach Pod, and you can find us on Instagram at Mind of a Coach. Uh, Ryan, uh, appreciate you for coming on again uh, this week, man. Uh, best of luck to you and the University men's basketball team this year. Um, and yeah, man, just wishing the best of luck in your coach career. Love you too, my guy. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate it, man.